Zero Tiro, podcast by Kobes Visser, the Superman of South Africa, where we take normal individuals to reach their full potential. I was recently in New Zealand, uh, Wanaka, and I was interviewed by the local radio station. So it's a little bit about my story, Clear Limanjaro. So enjoy. Something a little bit different on the wireless right now, an inspirational story in a way, because I'm joined in the studio by a very big South African man. <laughs> Kovis, good morning. Good morning, Bradley. Thank you for having me here this morning. Look, it is an absolute pleasure because I know what's going to happen here. I know the story you're going to, to tell the listeners. And I thought we would start this morning by talking about firewalking, because that's exciting. Yes. And... Tell me about firewalking. You're a firewalker. You've recently been firewalking, and for me, it sounds insane. For most people, it sounds insane. You know, I'm the only master firewalk instructor in Africa, and I've walked now more than a thousand times. I've helped now 10,000 people walk on fire. And, uh, you know, we walk on 500 to 600 degrees Celsius. Now, that is hot. You know, what, what made you want to do this? Is it just something that sort of sprung up and you thought, yep, that's me? No, it never crossed my mind to do it. You know, I went to this one seminar and this guy um, talked about it and said, we're going to walk on fire. And I thought, this is crazy. I'm not going to do it. And then I first see a few people walk on it and nothing happens. And so my friend that is staying here in Wanaka decided to help me to walk over the fire, you know, because at that point of time I had struggled in walking. And so we walked over that fire that night and I didn't get burned. And I was so amazed because, you know, aluminium melts at 250 degrees Celsius. Your medical book says 150, you have to go to hospital. And here we're walking on 500 to 600 degrees Celsius. How does that even work? Well, there's there's science behind it. There's uh, there's, uh, mind power behind it. So just to give you an example of a science, there's the Leiden Frost theory that, you know, um, have you ever uh, licked your finger and touched something hot? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, so, possibly. <laughs> and so they, the, 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 the theory is, is that there's some sweat underneath your feet that you, you know, uh, right. that uh, doesn't make your body burn. There's also the theory of your blood flows through your body. Okay, so it takes the heat away. So there's cool blood the whole time. Just to give you an example, if you have to take a plastic bottle and you fill it with water and you put it in the fire, it doesn't melt. You know, if you just put it plainly in, it will melt. But when you put it in with water, it takes time to heat up. And when it he- reaches a certain temperature, then it starts melting. So, it, and that theory is that basically your blood f- takes the heat away. Second thing is you're not um, touching the fire that long. You know, you're walking basically yeah, okay. fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the theories, there's ash on it. And then there's a theory of... Um, that you're not a good heat conductor, your body with the, 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 the flames and everything. But then again, I do fire standing, you know, the longest I've stood So you on do stand, in the, you stand yes. in the flame? Yeah, five minutes, you know, I stood on it. It's not really flames, it's, it's more your rot, embers. Red, he, yeah, red embers. Right. So you go and stand on it and, uh, yeah, present in front of people standing on the fire, you know, to show people, you know, whatever you think, you create your reality. Now, you've actually, uh, I mean, a lot of New Zealanders love their rugby, and this is this firewalking is something you've used with a South African rugby franchise to help uh, to help players mentally prepare for games, etc. Definitely, you know, it, it's to create that belief, you know. It's a team called the Southern Kings. It was their last super rugby season before they were kicked off. And uh, went to work with them. Their best uh, record was two wins in the super rugby, you know, three seasons. And went there, and they only believed that they were good enough to win another two. And I'm like, they, why not go for the cup? And they're like, we can't believe that. It's not our belief. And I said, well, what can you believe? What would you like to say? And they said, maybe four wins. And so we walked in the fire. And guess what? They got their four wins. And the half of the season, there's still half of the games left. 
You gave them belief. I gave them belief. And they went and win another two games. And in the end of the day, they had their best season ever. It was an amazing culture, you know, to be part of a team like that. And uh, and I believe, you know, we try. I think it's that self-belief. It's the same with the All Blacks. You know, you have that belief. You have that passion. And that's what it creates. It ignites yeah. a spark inside of you that you just want to go out and conquer the world. Absolutely fascinating. Now, the, the, the thing is, I guess all this came about, you haven't been blessed with the best of health. Yes. In your life, have you? Hemophiliac. Hemophiliac, yeah. Um, it means my blood doesn't clot. And I, I bleed very easily. You know, I've had bleeding on the brain a few times where I almost died and end up in ICU in the hospital. And uh, my elbows, have, I don't have elbows or ankles. And, you know, it, it made me about what, to... Why, what, how does a hemophiliac not have the ankles or the elbows? Run me through that. Okay, so what it means is when you bleed, we bleed, let's say you twist your ankle then it starts bleeding in the uh, yes. membrane around the ankle, yep. so it swells up. So my body doesn't produce factor eight that helps with the clotting. So you would probably be off your leg for a few days, and then it would be better again. Well, with me, it will take one week, two weeks, that I would not be able to walk. So it keeps on bleeding. Now, that blood at your joints is not good for your joint. So it starts eating away at the cartilage. And that's what's happened to you. To yes, yourself. the cartilage has been eaten away, and then it becomes bone on bone. Oh. Okay, up to a point where I don't have bones anymore, you know, it's just physically, it's just painful. Every step that I take is painful. Every movement, driving a car is even painful for me. But yet you've climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah, you know, it, it was a big challenge. It was never a dream of mine to climb Kilimanjaro. Um, 2015, I woke up one morning and couldn't walk. You know, I thought it was just a normal bleed. And so I gave my injections, and one week became one month, one month, suddenly three months, and suddenly a year, wow. and it made me very depressed, and, and I was bedridden, and started crawling where I wanted to be, and later I had a wheelchair, yeah, and then got into my crutches, I could move a little bit. And then one night I watched a documentary about a guy summiting Kilimanjaro with crutches, and I'm like, if he can do that, I need to be positive, you know? Um, if you focus on negativity the whole time, you keep attracting negativity. You ro yep. Then you start seeing everything negative around you. And I said, I need to change my circumstances. And I said, well, if he can cl summit Kilimanjaro, then I can do it as well. And so I set myself a goal in, uh, for a year long. And yeah, last year, July, I paid my deposit. You know, it, that was the most scariest thing <laughs> of all. And, it, and it's the same as a firework. When you stand in front of that fire, that first step is the most difficult and challenging step. Yep, I'd believe that. And so I set the goal and uh, paid the deposit, and a year later I went to climb Kilimanjaro. It was the biggest challenge of my life. On um, crutches, we should stipulate. On crutches, yeah. yeah. You know, every day was a challenge. You know, walking um, step by step. Um, you know, after every day, I'm thinking, I can't do this. It's too painful. You know, every night I would get into camp and I'm in pain. You know, my my ankles are paining, my elbows are paining. And uh, I'm like, I can't do this. And then the next morning I woke up again. I said, it's a new day. It's a new life. I'm still alive. I can do this. Far out. You know, what a mindset. Yeah. And kept on going. That is, it's stunning. So you're here in Wanaka, obviously visiting friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so what got me to Wanaka is uh, we just did now, uh, a weekend away, we did a fire walk for 70 people in Auckland. And all of them were scared. They were all like, we're not going to walk. There's no way. And at the end of the day, all of them walked on that fire. And the next morning, they were like bombarding me with messages, how amazing <laughs> this was without getting burned. And then I thought, while I'm here, you know, my friend, you know, for 20 years is staying in Wanaka. And I'm like, I need to come here because this is the most beautiful town in New Zealand. Am I right? 
Absolutely. <laughs> you, you did right on that one. Yes. So what's next for you? I mean, because obviously, you, you, I don't know, do you like to keep ticking boxes of, of things to accomplish? Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm, I'm planning to take, there's so many people that were inspired by my story for Kilimanjaro yeah. that wants to go next year. So next year I will be taking another group for Kilimanjaro. And then uh, I will also be walking the El Camino. I don't know if you know. Oh. We've had people, uh, a local man here just walked the El Camino Trail recently. Yes. He came back about 10 kg lighter. <laughs> well, I need the 10 kg lighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's, how long, how long do you think that'll take you? Um, I'm going to take the about 20 day one. You know, yeah. It's about 340k kilometers. So I'm looking forward to that. It's another pilgrimage. You know, and I'm thinking, you know, while I'm still strong, you know, it's to focus on getting stronger. And to be grateful for Malf, you know, sometimes we forget to be grateful for where we are and for what we have. And, uh, you know, especially if I look at this beautiful country of yours, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing who walks into my studio. And to be honest, Cobus, you are right up there with the, the some of the most amazing people that have come in. That's a fab, fantastic story you share. Yes. And uh, on the box stick, you know, I would love to come visit when we have another firewalk in Auckland to come do one in Wanaka and have Bradley walking <laughs> first over that fire. You know, Rodeo's got me in some funny positions and that would have to be right up there as well. If that happens, I'll, yes. take, I'll take on the task. Okay. So Obviously, some, it can happen. It can happen. You know, whatever we put our mind to and if we put it out there, you know, it will come. Sometimes not in the month, in a year, but, you know, yeah. I've, uh, it, sometimes it takes three years, but it's going to happen. So just be prepared. <laughs> Cobus, have the, have the publishers come at you with a book offer? Um, I'm busy writing the book. Yeah. I did wonder if there would be a book about yes, this. Yeah. It's going to be an amazing book. You know, the whole story. I want to inspire people. Yeah. I want to bring people hope. And I want people to discover their own greatness, you know, to start living to their potential. You know, sometimes we just get into our comfort zone and we do day to day, go to your work, eight to five. You know, is that life? You know, there must be more of something in life than that. You know, we need to inspire other people. We need to give back. We need to do and live our passions. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story with us this morning, Cobus. Thank you for you, Bradley. I appreciate it. And thank you for answering my email. You know, sometimes um, what I've learned is just to ask, you know. Yeah, if you don't ask, you don't receive, do you? That's true. <laughs> Cobus, a pleasure to have you in the studio and enjoy the rest of Wanaka while you're still here. Thank you very much. If people want to follow me, yeah, man, sure. please go on Facebook. It's uh, C-O-B-U-S-V-I-S-S-E-R. So it's Cobus Fisser. And just follow me and like my page or add me as a friend. And do some firewalking. And do some firewalking, yeah. Cobus, a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please tune in next time when I take you to your next level. Please share with all of your friends and all social media. Have a nice day.